data more important now than it's ever been. But what is a data scientist? Why are they important? Why is this growing? Have you ever felt? Are you listening? You're listening to the People in Tech podcast, a technology show that's made for the people. Join the conversation with your host, Caleb King. What's up, everybody? We got another great episode in store for you today. We're starting a brand new series called What is the Blank? And today we are highlighting what is a data scientist. Now, the reason we're starting off with data is because it seems like in 2019, this is a job role that is not only really expanding fast, but it seems like more and more companies are saying we need this more than anything else right now. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about what a data scientist is, what they do, and then in the second half of the episode, we're going to be talking about what skills you need to become a data scientist. It's going to be a great episode, a lot of information, a lot of announcement. Let's just get into it. Put them up, turn it up. Yeah. You're, you're, you're now rocking with DJ Side Hustle. You're now rocking with the best. Don't forget to sign up for your membership on our site, peopleintech.us. Check us out online, baby. Exclusive content dropping every week. Every week. Every week. And I can't do it. I just don't want to believe the truth. You don't want to believe it. At this point, we briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. Thank you, DJ Side Hustle. For those of you who aren't aware, R. Kelly, the famous R&B singer, has been in the news recently, and the remix of today comes from an infamous interview he had with Gail. So go on YouTube, check it out. It's pretty funny. Uh, give you a quick laugh of the day. Now, before we jump into today's topic, the one thing I want to announce, big announcement, we haven't had an announcement in a while, is the People in Tech website is finally up. So you can go to peopleintech.us, Sign up for your free membership, and you will be getting exclusive content over the next few months. And the reason we're doing free memberships now, because I really want to thank and want to show appreciation for my day one supporters. So you're going to be getting tutorials, more video. You're going to get videos of me actually talking about tech, um, exclusive content that you're not going to get on the podcast. And right now, free membership is going to be for a limited time only, so make sure to go. Again, that is people in tech. US and sign up and support your boy. All right, so let's jump into today's topic. What is a data scientist? So to me, a data scientist is a brand new breed of analytical data experts who have the technical skills to solve complex problems. The curiosity to explore what needs to be solved, being able to identify things before they even occur. They're part mathematician, part computer scientist, and in my opinion, 
part trend spotter. And because they straddle both the business and IT world, they're highly sought after. And did I mention they're well paid? They're getting their money. So who wouldn't want to be a data scientist? This is also a sign of the times. Welcome to 2019. Data scientists weren't on many people's radars a decade ago, but their sudden popularity reflects how businesses now think. They understand that big data is important for them to be successful moving forward. You know, if you look at so many companies have this unstructured information, and I'm sure you guys can even relate to your, your own job. Like you have all this data you capture, whether you know customer customer information, product information, and you know the days this information can no longer just be ignored, and it can't be forgotten. It's a virtual gold mine that can help boost revenue. As long as there's someone who digs in and unearths business insight that no one thought of to look for before, enter the data scientist. This person is going to be looking for, again, trends. They're going to be looking for ways where they can leverage data to help make important, critical decisions. And they might even find gaps to where the company can improve. This is why data scientists are the new, I don't want to say buzzword of 2019, but they have definitely become popular over the past several years. Now, I know some of you are thinking, where did these people come from? Like, you know, data scientists wasn't a major back in college. Like, how did people slowly move into this field? And I think it's a very good question. So, of course, what we do for our day one supporters, we did a little bit of additional research. We don't do that often, but today we decided to. And ultimately, many data scientists began their careers as statisticians or data analysts. But as big data, and I'm talking big data storage, processing technologies like Hadoop, they've begun to grow and evolve. And because those technologies have grown, the roles related to them have grown. So data is no longer just an afterthought for IT to handle. It's key information that requires analysis, creative curiosity, and a knack for translating high-tech ideas into a new way to turn a profit. This is why businesses love data scientists because they're looking at it like, I'm going to bring in a person. They're going to look at what I currently have and they're going to come back to me and be like, hey, you know, if you just did ABC, XYZ, you can increase your profit by 5, 10, 15, 20%. Who wouldn't want that? The data scientist role has an academic origin to answer where they come from question. So if you think about it, a few years ago, universities began to recognize that employers wanted people who were programmers and team players. Professors tweaked their classes to accommodate this. And some programs, such as the Institute for Advanced Analytics at North Carolina State University, they prepared to churn out the next generation of data scientists. Now there's more than 60 similar programs in the universities around the country. Now, when we talk about data scientists, let's talk about their typical job duties. Because again, this is something that's currently been involving. It's fairly new, but it's also been around for a while. So there's no definite job description when it comes to a data scientist role. It really depends on the company and what they're trying to accomplish. But here are a few things you'll likely be doing. One, collecting large amounts of data, unruly data and transforming it into a more usable format. Two, solving business-related problems using data-driven techniques. 
Three, working with a variety of programming languages, including SAS or SAS, R, and Python. Four, having a solid grasp of statistics, including statistical tests and distributions. You're gonna to have to be good at math if you wanna be a data scientist, I'm sorry. Five, staying on top of analytical techniques such as machine learning, deep learning, and text analytics. And this quick note, if you don't know the difference between those two, you haven't been listening to the podcast long enough, so you need to go back where we talk about what is a, what is AI and the state of AI to understand the difference between those three. I think we're on six. Communicating and collaborating with both IT and the business. So I just want to talk about this one a little bit. I went to school at the Harvard of Arizona, Arizona State University, and really what was great about the program was in computer information systems, it was always talking about if you want to be successful in IT, you have to understand the business, but you also have to understand how IT works. But a lot of companies didn't really adapt that. They kind of said IT was IT, the business was the business. And in reality, we need more more positions, more role, more leadership, more of a cultural shift where there's going to be positions that kind of straddle the line between the two. And a data scientist is one of them. So you're seeing more organizations maybe structure the data scientist role, but they're confused of where it should land. Does it fall under the CTO and it's information technology? Does it fall under engineering? Does it fall under operations and business practices? Companies are still trying to figure that out. Most of the time, at least what I've seen, there's fall under IT, but they have to work with the business to get their job done. And lastly, our last bullet point, they are looking for order and patterns in data. This is probably the most critical responsibility of a data scientist, is to be able to look at data as is and be able to find trends that can help a business bottom line. Again, this is why it blew up because I'm not asking somebody to give me something. I already have it. I need you to look at it and tell me what I can do better. And before we go into halftime, the last thing I want to talk about is what is in a data scientist toolbox. You know, these are going to be terms and technologies that are commonly used by data scientists. So one being data visualization, the presentation of data in a pictorial or graphical format so it can be easily analyzed. You don't want your data scientist talking data jargon to you when you and me both know, I just want a pretty picture that tells me, do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? I need somebody who's able to visualize the data. Another item in their toolbox is machine learning, a branch of artificial intelligence based on mathematical algorithms and automation. It is almost, I want to say when people think data scientists, they instantly think of machine learning because machine learning is the aspect of taking information, using information and be able to help you make decisions moving forward. You also need to have an understanding of deep learning, which is an area of machine learning, which, well, machine learning research that uses data to model complex abstractions. Another thing data scientists need to be aware of or what they need in their toolbox, pattern recognition, technology that recognizes patterns and data. 
often used interchangeably with machine learning. So I'm, as you can tell, there is some crossover. Data visualization, machine learning, deep learning, pattern recognition. Some people might say it's all in one, but these are slightly different from one another. Uh, another one would be data preparation, the process of converting raw data into other formats so it can be easily consumed. That's actually challenging because some people have data, depending on where your company started, what kind of IT processes you were doing. And I'll give you a perfect example. As a software developer, the way you used to get data maybe 10 years ago, slightly different than the way you get it now. Uh, in terms of formats, like some people had their data in XML format, some people, or I'm talking like API calls, they use SOAP, now people use REST. Now there's other things out there that are making it, again, different. Some of it's better, some of it's older, it doesn't really matter, but the idea behind the data scientists is they're like, look, I need to get it to a point where it's consistent and anybody can easily consume it. And lastly, in their toolbox is text analytics, the process of examining unstructured data to glean key, key business insights. That is a very interesting skill because if you were to give me this a whole bunch of data, I am just looking at it like a blank stare on my face. But data scientists, they're looking for trends. And to me, it's just an amazing role, but it's a very skillful role. And it requires a lot of different skills to really be a good data scientist. So with that being said, what are the skills you need to become a data scientist? We are going to answer that once our sponsors do what they do. Stay tuned. Hey, Day One listener. Thank you so much for supporting me and the People in Tech podcast. But just in case you're not getting your tech needs fulfilled, we have another great podcast we want you to check out. Sharon, tell them what we're talking about. Sure, Caleb. You should check out Techathlon. It is a tech news podcast with a twist. A weekly podcast that catches you up on the latest tech news through games, trivia, and, usually, friendly competitions. Each episode starts with the Techathlon Decathlon. Featuring 10 questions on the top tech news following a rotating roster of puzzles, quizzes, and winner-take-all debates. Subscribe now to the Techathlon, T-E-C-H-A-T-H-L-O-N, podcast on Spotify. You can also learn more at Popsk.com. We are back, and I just want to say thank you for being a supporter of the podcast. I hope you guys find these episodes amusing, entertaining. I hope I am not only educating you, but entertaining you, whether it's your commute on to work or maybe you just got 30 minutes to kill. You wanted this be a little bit more informed than you were when you started today. So I hope I'm helping you accomplish those goals. Now, enough of me preaching. Let's talk about the skills you need to become a data scientist and get that paper. We're talking about people who get paid. Some of the data scientists I have talked to, their salaries have ranged from anywhere from 90,000 US dollars to 200,000 US dollars. Their skill set, their experience was all over the place. I'm talking, I talked to people who had their PhDs. I had people who just somehow taught themselves, self-taught, and they ended up just having a, uh, a niche, a just a certain something about them that allowed them to grow and excel in this field. So, regardless of your previous experience or skills, 
there exists a path for you to pursue a career in data science. I promise you there is. So you guys know the motto of the podcast. We are here for you. And I'm here to help you identify what skills you need to develop and where you can learn these skills. So let's get started with our list. Starting with the number one skill. I know you thought about it. You can't avoid it. But we're talking about programming skills. No matter what type of company or role you're interviewing for, you're likely going to be expected to know how to use the tool of the trade. This means statistical programming languages like R or Python and a database querying language like SQL, also known as SQL. Number two, statistics. For all my fans out there who love math, you're going to have to understand programming skills paired with statistics. A good understanding of stats is vital as a data scientist. You should be familiar with statistical tests, distributions, maximum likelihood estimators, etc. This will also be the case for machine learning, but one of the more important aspects of your statistic knowledge would be understanding when different techniques are or aren't a valid approach. Stats is important to all company types, but especially data-driven companies where stakeholders will depend on your help to make decisions and design slash evaluate experiments. Which leads us into number three, machine learning. If you're at a large company with huge amounts of data or working at a company where the product itself is especially data-driven, think of something like Netflix, Google Maps, Uber. It may be the case that you'll want to be familiar with machine learning methods. This can mean things like k-nearest neighborhood, random forest, ensemble methods, and more. If you don't know what those are, Google is going to be your friend, I promise you. It's true that a lot of these techniques can be implemented using R or Python libraries. Because of this, it's not necessary to become an expert on how the algorithms work. It's more important to understand the broad strokes and really understand when it is appropriate to use the different techniques. Now remember, it's called data scientists. So number four, multivariable calculus and linear algebra. For all my friends who were in high school avoiding calculus, discrete math, look no further because you have to get into it and you have to learn to love it. <laughs> I'm sorry, it is how it is. But understanding these concepts is most important on companies where the product is defined by the data. And small improvements in predictive performance or algorithm optimization can lead to huge wins for the company. In an interview for a data science role, you may be asked to derive some of the machine learning or statistics results you employ elsewhere. Or your interviewer may ask you some basic multivariable calculus or linear algebra questions. So I hope you kept those algebra book back from the day because you're going to need to understand those algorithms, those formulas that you used to do in high school. Since they form the basis of a lot of these techniques, you may wonder why data scientists we need to understand this when there are so many out-of-the-box implementations in Python or R. The answer is that at a certain point, 
it can become worth worth it for a data science team to build out their own implementation in-house. So just because there's a tool out there that already takes care of the job, you might be asked to build your own version of that tool, which has some key features that the company's looking for. And in order to do that, you need to have an understanding of what you're working with. This leads us into point number five, data wrangling. Often the data you're analyzing is gonna be messy and difficult to work with. Because of this, it's really important to know how to deal with imperfections and data. Some examples of data imperfections include missing values, inconsistent string formatting, think of something capitalized versus lowercase, or maybe use a short version. You can have New York, New York lowercase, maybe NY. Think of date formatting. Maybe you have it as year, month, day, or maybe you have it as month, day, year. From a programming standpoint, are you using Unix time or using timestamps? This would be most important at small companies where you are an early data hire or a data-driven company where the product is not data-related, particularly because the latter has often grown quickly without not a lot of attention toward data cleanliness. But this skill is important for everyone to have. Which leads us to point number six, data visualization and communication. Visualizing and communicating data is incredibly important, especially with young companies that are making data-driven decisions for the first time, or companies where data scientists are viewed as people who help others make data-driven decisions. When it comes to communicating, this means describing your findings or the way techniques work to the audiences, both technical and non-technical. Visualization-wise, it can be immensely helpful to be familiar with data visualization tools, matplotlib, ggplot, d3js. Tableau has become a popular data visualization and dashboarding tool as well. It is important to not just be familiar with the tools necessary to visualize data, but also the principles behind visualizing, encoding data, and communicating information. Remember, you're a data scientist. You are the smart person. You have all the skills, but you're going to be talking to people who don't even know how to update their iPhone or Android. You have to be able to visualize the data and show it and communicate it in a way where you can help them do their jobs and make decisions. Now, I know point number seven is going to be interesting because I already mentioned programming languages, but software engineering is going to be a skill that's going to be required for a data scientist. If you're interviewing at a small company and I want the first data science hires, it can be important to have a strong software engineering background. You'll be responsible for handling a lot of data logging and potentially the development of data-driven products. So software engineering to me is a combination of programming languages with methodologies, trying to write code in an effective, efficient manner. Which is why, as a data scientist, you're going to need to understand the programming language, but also understand the processes and procedures used to write good quality, clean code. Which leads us to our last skill, data intuition. Companies want to see that you're a data-driven problem solver. They want to see data is your life. At some point during the interview process, 
you'll probably be asked about some high-level problem. For example, about a test the company may want to run or a data-driven product it may want to develop. It's important to think about what things are important and what things aren't. How should you, as a data scientist, interact with the engineers and the product managers? What methods should you use? When do your approximations make sense? You have to be able to come in here and play the role and be the part. And because of that, we're looking for somebody who thinks like a data scientist. Now, that's not something you can necessarily learn, but it is something that employers are looking for. Now, Caleb, you mentioned a lot of different things. You talked about programming, stats, machine learning, calculus, data wrangling, visualization, intuition, software engineering. Like, how am I supposed to have intuition if I can barely do any of the other things listed above? Don't worry, day one listeners. First thing I'm going to say, it's not going to be easy to become a data scientist. It's possible, but it's not easy. You guys know the quote, if it was easy, everybody would do it. But I am here to tell you there are some programs out there that will help you get on track to become a data scientist. Now, let's say you are in university right now. If you're in community college, undergrad, there are programs, there are classes where you can get a better understanding of programming, of databases, understanding how to use SQL, understand how to use tools like Tableau, even Excel. Being an Excel wizard is a step in the right direction because you're just working with a lot of data and trying to manipulate it and find trends and find ways where you can make accurate predictions. Remember, data science is just looking at data and finding out ways you can profit using what you already have finding ways where you can improve maybe a process or find a gap where it's like hey did you know x customers do this we could start selling them this product you have all the data in the world but it's up to you to interpret it now in terms of learning the skills to land a job let's say you're an undergrad let's say you're finishing up your undergrad there's master programs one-year programs, 18-month programs that will help you become a data scientist. And that's a step in the right direction. You're not going to be an expert in a year or two years, but if you want to get your foot in the door, you need to start building the skills you already have towards becoming a data scientist, which are the things we mentioned above. Now, of course, I'm not going to leave anybody else. Let's say you didn't do university. Let's say that's not your path. Let's say you're an entrepreneur. Let's say you just got in IT. You came from a boot camp, whatever. If you're self-taught, there's programs out there like Udacity. Now, let me make it very clear. Udacity is not a sponsor of this podcast. And I've actually only taken one Udacity course, and I had a good experience. But Udacity does offer what's known as a nano degree program. And these nano degree programs, they offer an excellent way to learn the skills we've discussed. For beginners, the Data Foundation Nano Degree Program is a great place to start learning Excel, SQL, Tableau. If you have some experience, like I said, maybe you came out of a boot camp, but you want to get into data science now. You can start with the Data Analyst Nano Degree Program from Udacity. This is where you're going to use Python, R, and SQL to tackle data projects. Maybe you're like me. Maybe you're an experienced analyst. Maybe you want a career change. Maybe you're like, man, dude, like this is definitely a way to future. I didn't get on this now. There's a whole bunch of advanced programs out there to continue to 
develop and expand your skills. What I would suggest with your experience, get a better understanding of machine learning, artificial intelligence, and be good with working with data. And I'm talking, don't just understand how to run SQL statements. Understand how to write complex SQL statements. Get familiar with even using Excel because people who use Excel, they're just manipulating data to help find information and make decisions on. Ultimately, what I'm trying to say is data scientist is a role where you can pursue it, but it's not going to be easy. You're not going to get that big money simply because you want to. You're going to have to work for it. Well, that's all we got for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We are going to be doing more episodes like this. What is a data scientist? What is a system analyst? What is a software engineer? And I got a few more down the pipeline. Remember, go check out the website, peopleintech.us. Sign up for your free membership. I might even put up a tutorial about some basic SQL information, some machine learning tutorials. Haven't decided yet. But more exclusive content is coming. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to come in every Tuesday, fresh, 7 a.m., 8 a.m. Daylight savings time best be up. But we like to drop the episodes early Tuesday morning. So every week, new content coming your way. But for now, I'm out. Peace.